these things in, in Hinduism called samskaras, yeah? They call them, it's a way of looking at mind, and they call it their deep mental grooves, yeah? So let's say alcoholism is like a deep mental groove, and this, you're in relationship, is a deep mental groove, and you have a symbolic relationship with your ex-wife, that, yeah? And in yeah. the program called TED, that's a deep mental groove, yeah? So for you to get established and not seemingly, and it's never you falling in, but for the mind to, to be derailed from that and go another way, every once in a while there may be a bump where it falls back into the old groove, yeah? Mm -hmm. But the recovery is progressing. And no, this too shall pass, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And so you speak about it, but not much. You just put it out there, and then you'll see there'll be a loss of interest in it. And that which used to have like a 12-year lifespan and fucking be all-encompassing now appears for a few hours or a day or two. So fuck. Right. <laughs> I think it's a huge demonstration of perhaps there's a better way. Yeah. Yeah. I really felt, man, I just, I wasn't managing my own life whatsoever. It was just in somebody else's hands. I just put one foot in front of the other and, and I've never had so much grace and, and peace of mind in my life. I really have not. So. And well, that, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean it's ended. <laughs> No, yeah. just like you say the other thing. Just like you say the other thing never goes away. Well, that never goes away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the other one has to come, and then never go away. This never came. It's never gone away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The statement of something that a mental state never going away is like maybe 50 years, six years. This is truly never going away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. So basically, let all the echoes be as loud as they want to be. The canyon will swallow it up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. So, okay. Hallelujah. That's how I would see it. Can you imagine if you could sell a six month grace period for <laughs> someone's life? You would, you know, and you had a bidding war, you would make about a hundred million bucks more just for six months of grace, where a very influential weight has been lifted for six months. Follow what that implies, Ted, yeah? Yeah. There was a whole lot more revealed in those six months than six months. <laughs> yes, there was. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So don't let a molehill, you know, cast a shadow on the mountains, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. I know I met you. I know this was a huge thing. And for have that to be lifted in you is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sometimes is uh, 
just a simple stopping and honoring the demonstrations of that infinite power goes a long way. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. I mean, you can be sort of like a living gratitude list. Yeah. You don't have to write it or even say it, but there's a sense of it. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many times have we experienced or seen something doing for, for us what we couldn't do for ourselves thousands and thousands of times? Yeah. What a joy to recognize that. Really, what a joy as this little self-centered system to be able to receive that message that something can and will and is doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. What an incredible, uh, you know, it's like going through the radio and then you just, you just, fall upon a new station you never heard before. That's super clear. Yes, and like that. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 And something never forgets. Once you have that sense of freedom, yeah, and you recognize that which you're not fucking with it and trying to claim it and trying to minimize it, that doesn't become a rare occurrence. It's available. Yeah. It's sort of like I have a senior citizen pass to every national park. I just show them it. I get into every park for free. Yeah. That's sort of like what happened. You've now just been shown the network of national parks. So let's say universal parks and you have a free pass. (laughs) And whoever's with you gets in for free too. (laughs) Pretty good deal. Yeah. You never knew you had that, did you? Yeah. I used to go. I get brief moments of it, but never six months. Never. Yes. So there you go. So share that with people. Yeah. 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 There are some things in this head that it totally, totally believe without any investigation that would never change. And I've witnessed it changing quite a lot. The ones that know never, that will never change have, have come under review and a lot of change has occurred. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have any idea what it's fucking talking about. <laughs> least of all you <laughs> so nice to see you Ted Cheers, Ted so next we've got it's Graham from Birmingham Graham. Everyone, thanks, David. Hi, Paul. Thank you for your uh, thank you for your talk. And um, you know, I've um, I've certainly found the last I don't think how long it is now three or four weeks of listening to you and um, having discussions with um, those people that are close to around here about this this stuff. And really, 
really transformative. And you, so you were talking about the shadow when you were talking in the beginning originally. Um, so my question is, um, were you referring to that in the, the Jungian sense of the, the shadow? No, because right. I don't know what the Jungian sense is. But Okay. I was just calling it, I was using it as an imagery. Yeah. Just to, just to uh, produce a sense of other, yeah? So it would be incredible that the sense of you as Paul would be lost by a to the shadow, yeah? That you would start and start and stop in life from the shadow, not here. I'm just attempting to use an imagery. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I, I that think maybe we're looking at life. Maybe we have a, a, <clears throat> a, a view called self-centeredness that's looking at life from the shadow's point of view, in a sense. And that why it's that was probably the first when we started to become conscious. That was probably the first recognition of irritability, restlessness, and discontent. Yeah, something was off, and we couldn't put a finger on it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then we relied on that which was off to tell us what to do, and then we found alcohol and drugs and shit like that, and we tried to lose it through all those endeavors, not knowing that self can't get out of self. Yeah, yeah? and then hopefully living through that whole fucking gauntlet and still being alive and maybe there's the grace in life shows you a way of recovery and then in recovery there's a chance because all that influence of active addiction and alcoholism sort of gets chilled out we can get to the exact nature of the wrong that's what aa offers it offers us a possibility that we don't have before sobriety which is to get to the exact nature of the wrong because that's really where the relief lies, yeah? And sure. so now all that shit we went through has been put to great use because we've seen something ripped, an ass, ripped me another asshole over and over again. Something like, I mean, I used to remember I got pulled over, I was getting chased by the cops and you know, I, I, came, to a, I came to a dead end alley and I turned in there anyway thinking I was going to escape. You know what I mean? The fucking GPS was terrible. I'd be running. <laughs> then they're really pissed when they get you because you try to get away and then you get your ribs cracked or shit. You know, this happens constantly. Yeah. I had no idea that something was driving me and I was taking, taking I wasn't, but there was a lot of bruises coming, you know, a lot of shit. And I couldn't, I didn't want the bruises, but I didn't realize I had to get rid of this because this is attracting the bruises. You know, yeah. I wanted to identify it as this. Let's try to not have bruises. Yeah. 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 It just, yeah. It was insane until it wasn't. And then I got a lasting relief. Mm. Yeah. To the point where I call it the last answer, which is an incredible, great answer because it's, it's caused me not to need any other answers anymore concerning this topic. I feel like I was shown the exact nature of the wrong, and then that's that. And then that little, that little possibility 
the chasm grows, yeah? There is a movement away from what you're not. And you start living more and more from what you are. At least you're located in the present moment. Without trying to get into it, you realize you can't be out of it. So you just start, you're back at zero, but it feels wonderful. Because you're just basically, you're awake that you're awake. That's something seeing without any effort or thought. Something's hearing without any effort or thought. Consciousness isn't trying to be conscious. It is conscious. So there's no thought and effort in its being itself. Yeah? How do I, how can I believe that I'm going to get back there through thought and effort? It makes no sense. Where I want to get back to demonstrates no thought or effort. Yeah? So... I, you know, I landed somewhere and over the years I rummaged around and I would call it the last answer, which is a great answer because it takes the need for any other answers. I don't need another way of life. I have a way of life. The principles of recovery works perfectly for the action figure. It does. Yeah. Doesn't make it great. Doesn't, but keeps it out of trouble. Yeah. Puts it, it right sizes it. It's rooted in humility because it lives based on the fact that shit's doing, something's doing for me, what I can't do for myself. That's pretty good. Now it's, it's been domesticated in a free range way. Yeah. All right. There you go. Now mind, now whatever I am can get to the exact nature of the wrong because Paul isn't the exact nature of the wrong. Definitely not. The body, I mean. So I, I get to see what I'm not. Where does the problem reside in the mind? Obviously. So I'm not going to look at my elbow or my feet or whatever. I'm going to look at what? And if you look at thoughts, are they playing out? Are you like a screen? Everyone sees them? No. They're playing to some audience. The head is constantly trying to convince someone in here to do something. Yeah? I mean, if I was that, there would be no tons of debates to convince anything to move if I was that which was moving, but I'm not. So all I feel is that the mental state is like a giant mural billboard. It's constantly selling you the past and future so that you'll take yourself to be that Paul now. Yeah. It's just to me. And you don't have to, just like I can see thousands of night. It's like, I'll give you a, a story. This is what it's like. So one year I went to Turkey, yes? And I got to Turkey and I stayed at a guest house, so you meet people there. And so I, I went to this area in Istanbul, a beautiful, they have this mosque called the Blue Mosque, and they have this incredible uh, place called the Sophia, which they thought was a, a mosque, and then they, they, they cleaned the tiles, or, and they, underneath it were other tiles of Christianity. So it was actually a church from the first century, something like that, mind-boggling. So we were there, and then a, a guy, a very nicely dressed guy came up to us and said, hey, I, I'll, I'll take you on this tour. Now, I was a little suspicious because I'm usually suspicious, but he, he, he spoke incredible English, so he shows us all around. It was pretty cool. Then he takes us to a big brick building to a side door, a metal door, knocks on it and a guy looking quite like the guy that would knock on the door comes and then he introduces to us to him and then they shuffle us into the building and it's a it's a rug emporium where they say they sell uh, oriental rugs 
So the guy says, oh, what's your name? And I go, Paul. He says, Mr. Paul, do you want some Turkish coffee, apple juice? Come on in. And they bring us in and they start showing us these rugs. I mean, beautiful rugs. And there's a lot of the same looking guys. They're twisting them, throwing them around. But my prior condition to entering this rug emporium was I was on a round the world trip. Yeah, I didn't have a house. I didn't have anywhere to live. So no matter how beautiful the rugs were, I had an immunity to buying a rug because I didn't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R. I had nowhere to put it, yeah? So I could have sat there for 12 hours and I'm not buying a rug. <laughs> There's no fucking way. And then they're telling me, listen, Mr. Paul, we can fold it up and you can put it in a backpack. I'm going, I'm not gonna go to Thailand with an Oriental rug. It makes no sense. So. The advertising was incredible, incredible, but I had an immunity to it based on a condition. I don't have a flaw. I can't put the rug anywhere. This is what it's like with the message. Right. All the advertising of the head, there's an immunity to it now because you know the flaw that it's telling you you have to cover or make better or hide you know you are no flaw, yes? There's no need for the rug. Hmm. That's the kind of immunity. So there's a loss of interest in all the advertising, which is going on all day, yeah, up here. There's a loss of interest in it. You don't buy the products because if you buy the product, you can't return them. You can't, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the expiration date already ran out, but you're stuck with it, yeah? If you call something yours, it's going to have you. Yeah. So basically, this is this message is rooted in the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah. It's the act of being identified as what you're not. I can't put it any simpler. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um... Maybe someone else will discover another way. Who cares? I don't know. But this works fine for me, and I can't see it. It just rings so true, and it's ranks for so true for so long. I have no reason, and that which does have a reason to doubt it, I'm not into. I have no reason to doubt it. Yeah, so I'm out here just trying to put it out, you know, just so that people can travel lighter. That's all. I would just like to see people. just have the idea of traveling lighter as a possibility based on their own reflection of seeing it actually happen in their own lives and coming to a conclusion that they're traveling lighter. That's an incredible forecast of the progressive effects of recovery. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, you know, I've, um, I've certainly noticed in the last few weeks when, um, and some dialogue with my ex-wife, which has been um, going on for some time and been, you know, pretty challenging, has very quickly become much, much easier. Um, so to the point where I was having to, we're exchanging emails and I was having to um, draft them and, and, and uh, uh, check it through and then check it through again and then like 20 times about, you know, should I say this? Should I say that? All of this stuff, and and I, I in the last week, I've I've just seemed to be able to sort of I can just write back, 
uh, you know, and that so that's really helped. Um, what I was going to add though to the, the element about the shadow was um, so I I think may, maybe there's some some parallels in in the way that you've come to see things with how Carl Jung saw the like the human shadow, and the reason I say that is because maybe I, I started to uh, maybe start to see things a little bit like you described possibly about a year ago when um, my sponsor in- introduced me to this concept. Um, but I started calling it my shadow. Yeah. And he said, no, 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 the shadow. And yeah. then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when we started to have that conversation, it started to, I started to um, maybe to use like a sort of slight Buddhist kind of terminology of taking things less personally. And it was like, I could see that, I started to see that these things were just common traits rather than, oh, I've got to talk about something really embarrassing or this is really, um, you know, uh, so the, that, that sort of attachment started to reduce. But yeah, this has really helped to, um, uh, with that, with that process. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, it's going to continue. Yeah, yeah. It will get, it will continue because I, I'm a true believer that recovery progresses just like the disease progresses. I do. That's been my experience. And with no thought or effort on my part. Yeah. It just progresses because something is using us. Really. Just like we were used before, something else is using us. But this new employer has a lot of different characteristics than the old employer. It's a win-win in this employer. Yeah, it's inclusivity in this employer. It's in acceptance, this employer. Yeah, it has qualities that we all get to experience that causes, uh, from the host's point of view, a relaxation. Yeah, knowing you're in good hands. That basis of not feeling like you're in good hands is a cause of a lot of mental anxiety. Yeah. When that shifts, when instead of the basis being irritable, restless, and discontent, the basis is uh, assured of being okay, everything's going to be seen differently, for sure. It's sort of like the camera, if it's moving at 50 miles per hour, will see the same images much differently than if it's stationary. Yes? Mm. That's sort of what it's like. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Good to see you, Graham. Yeah. Thank you for your team. Brilliant. So, um, it's uh, Mr. Zimmerman. Where where you've gone missing from my screen there, mate? Oh, there you are, Kurt. 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 Kurt Z. We'll oh, see. Kurt. Hey, thanks, Dave. It's the Papa. Hey, hey, hey Paul. Kurt. Hey, hey, could could there's a party on? You know, on page fifty three, it says when we became alcoholics crushed by a self-imposed crisis you know i used to read that like i caused it yeah but ever since i was introduced to you several years ago it it shifted to this is the imposition of this self right does that yeah yeah you speak on that a little bit well that's the whole that's uh demonstrating the shift we're speaking about here yeah 
to, to see, in a way, seeing what's ours and seeing what's selves, yeah? And to start to have an, uh, an innate discrimination between what I am and what I'm not, yeah? And the progress of having that become clearer and clearer. Yes. So that whole idea of abandoning yourself, I look at it as your is the, is the claiming or the owning of what came after self. So we're now abandoning that once that which was claimed to be ours self over to the power. Yeah. Because you can't abandon what you are to it. You can abandon what you're not, obviously. Right. Abandoning means giving something completely away. You can't give yourself completely. You can't give what you are completely away. You can give self completely away. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, it's the whole theme, just like the other day with the uh, relief of the bond yourself, your share here, all these shares are supporting the theme that we're attempting to share, the systemic theme of a recognition of what once you called yours may not be yours. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's really, a, it's more a sober way of what the mental state was doing before where we kept throwing all the responsibility onto other people. Yeah. And then mental denying is definite is different than negation, negating <laughs> some, negating some assumed fact, which is, yeah that's the relief is different than denying the facts. Yeah. <laughs> Negating an assumed fact means it's not a fact to begin with. <laughs> Mental state denies facts to try to make them not facts. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, yeah, not going to court dates as if the court forgot you have a court date, you know, <laughs> or, you know, forgetting you owe people money, but the people you owe money don't forget you, owe, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> that's mental, that's mental denying. We're, this is a negation. Yeah. So what's happening is an assumed fact has been brought into the light and let's see if it's true enough. Yeah. Let's see if it's true that resentments are mine. Let's see. Or are they manufactured by a, a way of seeing? Yeah. And maybe the resentment is being used to reinforce that way of seeing. That's why it's gone over for 40 or 50 fucking years. Yeah. It has a role that we're not knowing the reinforcement of the self. Yeah. So now there's eyes to see it. And so you read things differently. Yeah. That I'm going to use that in the future. I'm going to look it up self-imposing self exactly it feels like we did it to ourselves but that's to me is the real addiction of self yeah in the recovery of alcoholism it's still there yeah and it's you know we've a lot of us have been relieved of alcoholism but we're still coming up against the original one underneath i would hope that the relief from alcoholism gives us a possibility to see the real nature of the wrong. I see it as an opportunity. I don't see it as the end point. I see it as an opportunity, really. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you for everything, Kurt. You're, yeah, you, you uh, help uh, and serve a lot of folks. It's awesome. Thanks.
Thanks. Okay, well that's that's it. I think that's that's the last question. So. Oh, that's great. All good. So um, we'll be back I've here. Learned and... that I, hold, I, I learned that I, I can hold my urine for about an hour and 45 minutes. So what, we're about eight minutes over now, yeah? Yeah, so I'm ready to, I have to piss. Right. Okay, so just quickly. But I learned a good thing to know now. So now yeah, I won't good. be afraid of a two-hour plane ride. I can All make right, it. Well, we, can have a, we can have a break at half time or something if you want to um, share a load or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just quickly, so we're back here on Tuesday and Thursday next week. Same uh, same ID and same password. Paul's also got his um, his own satsang at his own Zoom room. If you've never been before, at zenbitchlap.com. It's Wednesday at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and um, 1.30 Saturday Pacific time. And that's well yeah. worth going to. And that's the 1.30 hey, bit's really good for Europeans. Up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave, I want to share uh, a thing. It's not uh, an AA announcement, but okay. on the website, we're going to have a new link where uh, there are people that love T-shirts as much as I do. We're going to have, we're gonna have a, a, a shirt store on the website. So we're going to back – because I can't sell them at the meetings I go to. We're going to sell it off the website. So there will be many different shirts – Zen Bitch Slap and other ones because a lot of people that come to the videos are very good illustrators and they're making up ones too. So we're going to have Fantastic. a vehicle for t-shirts. Yes. And you're going to, you're going to deliver overseas then? I think they will. They sh yeah. The ones I had before, I had another one earlier, but we have a whole new thing we're going to try, but yeah, hopefully it will. Okay. I'll start wearing them as soon as I get them. Yeah. So I'll be subliminally trying to convince you to buy a shirt while I'm here. It's working. I want to get one just yeah. like Mike's actually. Well, I've been looking at it all night. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll have those. So thanks everybody. Okay. Appreciate it. Really a pleasure to see everyone, Kurt and Steve. Hey, Dimitri, I'll get in touch with you in a few minutes. I'll zoom you. And, uh, just a pleasure to see everybody. G, Howard from Oklahoma, Kevin, he's gotten, he's taken a break from uh, the Galactic Starship. That's nice. <laughs> Chilling out. There's Carl. There's everybody. I just really appreciate all of you. Hey, Michael, thank you for your share today. Appreciate it, Mike. Yeah. See everybody. See you soon. See you uh, Tuesday or Saturday. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Thanks a lot, everyone. I'm just unmuting you all. So there you go. Thank but, you. Yeah. I, I got to take off. So bye, David. Thank you. Yeah, I've got to get off in a minute as well. So I know we yeah. do normally Thank hang about. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you guys later.